1: Hello, hello. Welcome to Brook Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective. I'm your host, Brooke Says, proud, deplorable columnist, uh, which you can read my columns on brooktalksamerica.com. I am here with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk who is the former Deputy Director for Intelligence at U.S. Central Command, served on the White House National Security Council, and is currently the Hillsborough County, Florida GOP Chairman. And by the way, they're working hard to make sure that we have election integrity here in the county. His articles are also on brooktalksamerica.com. Make sure you connect on um, the social media. You can find all of that on the website, brooktalksamerica.com. But I would definitely love to hear from you on the Facebook, the Twitters, wherever else you want to go. And if you'd like to partner with this show and be a sponsor for sure. Let me know. Um, so, so, from hot topics to history, you know how the drill. You know the drill. You can be sure if it's happening in America, I will be talking about it. Uh, we are also having, as I mentioned before, the Thank the Truckers America Thanks the Truckers Rally on August 29th. I am still working on getting in contact and con- confirmation with Flying J, but it will definitely happen. So look on the Facebook site for more information on that i have as my guest today you've heard him before it is ron edwards of the ron edwards american experience he's the creator of the edwards notebook which appears on upwards of 270 stations, including AM 860, The Answer. You probably also hear, if you're an early bird, you probably also hear him here on Captain's America Third Watch. He is on Tuesdays and Thursdays on this station as well. And you can read his articles on theronedwards.com, newswithviews.com, and americaoutloud.com. So let's get into the jelly, folks. Welcome to the show, Ron.
2: Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here.
1: Absolutely. So, Ron, it's official. Willie Sidechick is, is the VP pick. What do you think?
2: <laughs> well, she did well, I guess, um, and uh, so she has been able to lie, scheme, and wiggle her way uh, from her back, and now she's walking uh, in a dream, thinking that she's going to make it to the uh, White House. Um, the woman has um uh, I her, her her I we live in very bad times. Yeah. When you consider the someone of her caliber and it's very low, is under serious consideration to be the second most powerful pers- person in the most powerful nation in the world. Um this is that's what's really sad. there are people that are walking around like her, jerks and whatever, but the fact that he, voters would consider someone of her caliber that is what's more frightening her and uncle joe what a pair man it's just unbelievable
1: well here's the question though you know they didn't actually consider her and that's the funny thing you know i mean we're going to get into so much stuff it's definitely going to be a lot heavy on that subject but sure. she she did very poorly okay so the, she's being feted now. She's being celebrated as being the first woman of color, which she is, right? Right. Uh, and the first, you know, black woman. But she's not, you know, there were a lot of women to choose from. She's not an American descendant of slaves. So all of this stuff that's going on in the country with with the chaos, with Black Lives Matter, with the wokeness and everything has to do with the black American experience in this country. I don't see, honestly, you know, she didn't do well with black voters. Even, look, Tom Steyer, who's whiter than the paper that I'm looking at right now, did better with black voters than she did. And there were other options to pick. I mean, obviously, they couldn't go with the communist uh, Karen Bass because she was too out there. And Kamala's is very liberal, to be sure, even though apparently Wall Street li- really loves her. But they could have picked an actual American descendant of slaves to fulfill that You know, that space. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't do it.
2: I'm not, because one thing that the the, uh, Democrats have a history of doing is finding any way to insult blacks. (laughs) This is true. Without them even without them even knowing it. Um, they would rather die than to allow blacks to ev- actually be a part of the history of this nation, uh, even in such a situation as this, if they can avoid it. And they certainly did. And the blacks are running around, uh, you know, clapping like seals for well, some of them are clapping like seals one and like we got we finally get us African American man and they're dumb as rocks, man. She did, she's not she's not a black American, right? and she's a black Jamaican, so she's a colored woman, if you want to get technical about it. And by the way, she's not a descendant of any slaves. Her family exactly. um, used to own slaves. Yep. And and you can't hold that against someone for some, something that was done a hundred years ago. But the fact of the matter is she wants to enslave this country, her along with uh, her, her wannabe boss, Uncle Joe Biden. So uh, as many so-called blacks on the left want to enslave this nation, uh, whether it's Bass, whether it's Big Mama Abrams, uh, whether it's um, Fox's um, Dark Queen. What's her name? Big, big, big mama um, Donna, Donna Brazil. Brazil.
3: Oh, gosh. Yeah,
1: I can't.
2: You know, all these people—they all want to re-enslave America, and they're the biggest complainers about slavery in the past. And uh, it's just a, a what a vicious circle. It's just so asinine.
1: It's pretty crazy. But um, the you know the funny thing about her is that the, the left and and the left is nothing if not hypocritical, right? It it just yeah. goes you know it's like pancakes and syrup. Speaking of which, of course, uh, the woman okay. who ambushed Biden on busing and Me Too, right? So are the two core issues, race and gender, which my article is on that, is about can we ever be free of the identity politics? That'll be up tomorrow, by the way. I, I forgot to mention it. Um, two core r- issues for the race baiters and the feminazis in the Democrat Party. And now they're, she's gushing over Joe. I just want to take a little walk down memory lane from the debates. And this was the... This was the first moment where they were like, oh, Kamala, she's the greatest thing ever. So I want to listen to this clip about how she uh, attacks Biden's on race. I do not believe you are a racist. And I agree with you when you commit yourself to the importance of finding common ground. But I also believe and it is personal and I was actually very it was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two. United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to
0: oppose busing. Look, everything I've done in my career, I ran because of civil rights. I continue to think we have to make fundamental changes in civil rights.
1: Vice President Biden, do you agree today? Do you agree today? That you were wrong to oppose busing in America. Then, no. do you agree? I believe them, and I I respect um, them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it. Then the second one, she says, you know, she's talking about the the, ac- the accusers of Biden. So on those two issues, she basically ambushes the guy on on. Uh, race and busing, and then says that she believes the accusers, and now she is 100 percent for Joe Biden, which is unbelievable.
2: Well, she's more 100 percent in pursuit of power, yeah. and this is the vehicle. Joe Biden is the vehicle, and she's willing to, to ride that camel all the way to victory in her adult mind. And so, um, you know, that's what you have here. And in reality, you know, these people that continue to run around and can call everyone a racist. And, you know, Joe Biden, uh, I guess you could say that he is or has been a racist in the past. If you go by his comments, um, talking about um, jungle or something like that, with <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want jungle. his children going. Yeah, a racial jungle. Uh-huh. Um
1: and Corn Pop, don't forget Corn Pop with the black people touching his blonde legs, freak.
2: Oh, man. that. See, <laughs> part, no, children. Yeah, children, children. He loves
1: children on his lap.
2: And see, it's, this is the thing, too. I'm going to, you know, this is really nasty. A lot of your, and this is going going on now uh, through human trafficking as well as way in the mm. past, during, all the way back to slavery. They used to always grab little black boys, especially, and shame them and have them do things. And it's still going on today um europeans travel to certain places and they always grab little boys to do whatever with and 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 so uh, i guess biden uh biden used to get his jollies off with with little children rubbing on his leg black ones um what a what a what an unlikable such an unlikable human being
1: yeah he's a peach i have to say but you know um I want to play this little clip too before we're we going to approach the break. This was where so Kamala in the debates, she, when she went after Biden and she hit him with she basically you know slammed him. then in the next debate, so she was plan she had planned to do that right? Kamala against Biden. But in the next debate, Tulsi drops a moab on her on her criminal prosecutions. Listen to this clip.
0: The bottom line is Senator Harris, when you were in a position. To make a difference and an impact in these people's lives, you did not. And worse yet, in the case of those who were on death row, innocent people, you actually blocked evidence from being revealed that would have freed them until you were forced to do so. There is no excuse for that. And the people who suffered under your reign as prosecutor, you owe them an apology.
1: (laughs) Yeah, isn't that nice? You know, she also uh, laughed about jailing parents over truancy. Did you see that?
2: You know, um, the the dealing parents over, oh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I I read about that. That, That's something that I had read about in the past, Um, and she laughed about it. But uh, I just, um, when I read about that thing with uh, how she was dealing with the parents, the truancy and all of that, and she would laugh about it.
1: Yeah, that's not going to help her.
2: Yeah, here's another thing. She would go. Gangbusters with fangs gaping
3: over, you know, simple Reed things smokers. like if
2: you're caught with a joint. Yeah. 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 yeah she would throw you in jail and, 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 you know, lock, you know, throw away the key and everything. But if you're a murderer or whatever, a burglar, a rapist, uh, we got to go light
1: on those guys. No, and she also made sure that, uh, that the trans that the trannies had surgery while in in the prison she yeah. she changed the state policy on this and also i just want to say this before we go to break so uh, those different things and they're going to come out and if if they think that trump is not going to put this out there i just hope that they put it out on places like media takeout and you know essence and black radio and black tv where people are not going to be getting that message on cnn even though you know hopefully we'll see if charlemagne brings any of this stuff up but they're a, a there's a new Rasmussen poll that said a third of black voters say her pick, Biden picking her, makes them less likely to vote Democrat. So that should be very interesting. You are listening to Brooke Talks America. I am your host, Brooke Says, on Salem Media Group, AM860, The Answer. And I'm here with Colonel Jim and Ron Edwards, and we will be right back. Yeah.
0: More Brooke Talks America, coming up.
4: Have you ever wondered why proper self-governance is vitally important to your unalienable rights which come from God? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, as leftists ruin our once gleaming cities via rioting, dismantling statues ranging from our founding fathers to Frederick Douglass, shutting down schools and churches, the leftist media declared it is just and also never displayed concern when rioters in Seattle raped husbands in front of their wives and children in front of their parents. Democrat mayors and governors saw to it that rioters went unpunished while they restrict churches in Nevada and elsewhere and sought to jail a law-abiding couple in St. Louis for daring to exercise their unalienable right to protect themselves from a mob of leftists who threatened to murder them. The Founding Fathers warned we, the people, that if we allow moral standards to decline, there would be a precipitous decline in the recognition and protection of our God-given rights. If unchecked and not turned away, the injustice of evil anywhere will diminish liberty everywhere. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com.
2: Ron Edwards, the new voice of America.
0: Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Visit on Facebook. Search Brook Talks. And now, your host, Brooke Says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brook Talks America. Um, and that, that, you heard, that's our guest, Ron Edwards, and that's the Ron Edwards Notebook. The Edwards Notebook. I'm sorry. I'm going to get that wrong every time, aren't I? That's terrible. Anyways, he's, they're awesome, and they're heard all over the country. As I heard, as I said before, it's 270 stations. He has really amazing subjects that he does. Uh, So, Ron, after uh, Kamala, you know, you you can't pronounce her name wrong either, by the way. So I don't know if you saw this, but Tucker got absolutely destroyed for calling her Kamala or her name is Kamala. Kamala. Kamala 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 yeah like of the Kamala, yeah. right so Tucker went and he <laughs> called her some name or whatever and, the, and CNN actually had a panel the funniest thing though is that not even 24 hours after CNN and MSNBC and all of their cohorts went crazy and had panels saying that somehow or another he was racist because everything's racist by saying her name wrong which a lot of people don't know how to pronounce her name wrong her running mate called her Kamala isn't that delicious?
2: Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. I, I call her cam- camel, so how about that? <laughs> Am I racist?
1: I guess. No. I don't know. So right after she got out of the race, she went on uh, Stephen Colbert, of course, because he is the, you know the, the water holder for the Democrat Party. But I thought this clip was really telling not only about who she is, but how she stands for absolutely nothing. Listen to this.
0: Because in those debates... You landed haymakers on Joe Biden. I mean, they were, his teeth were like chicklets all over the stage, and now I believe you that you're fully supportive of him. How does that transition happen? How do you go from being such a passionate opponent on such bedrock principles for you, and, and now you guys seem to be pals?
1: It was a debate. <laughs>
0: Not everybody landed punches like you did, though. It I was mean,
1: a debate.
0: <laughs> so you don't mean it.
1: It was a debate that the whole reason, literally, it was a debate. It was called a debate. Everyone I understand. Travel to the debate. There were journalists there covering the debate where there would be a debate of differences of opinion and issues. Okay. I am 1,000% supportive of Joe Biden, and I will, again, do everything I can to make sure he is elected. So, first of all, is that voice cringe or what?
2: Yeah, it was a debate. It was a debate.
1: (laughs) But I like that he said, he said, bedrock principles. I mean, Colbert is the most lefty you know that you can find but even he called her out i thought that was really good but and and i had to play that because hopefully that will come up during the campaign too because it, you you can just hear how phony she is trump was good with calling her phony kamala but the other thing is that this was her at the nan with mail order reverend shakedown sharpton she with with her fake southern draw. listen to this no loud and clear without Voter suppression. Stacey Abrams would be the governor of Georgia. Andrew Gillum is the governor of Florida. I mean, she sounds like a drunk old lady, but she's trying, I mean, she's from California <laughs> trying to put on a, a apparently like, you know, the Hillary hot sauce draw, Ain't No Way Start. What ridiculousness is this, Ron? <laughs>
2: Well well, I, well I, I declare I declare
1: that
2: uh, yeah, that this this is but the thing is, we all know how phony it is, and we can all just yuck it up and laugh about it. but here's the, the, the one thing that I've noticed about the left is that because um, Hillary did the Southern drawl thing too, and had the hot sauce, and it's the same thing over and over again, and the majority blacks, continue to drink the same hot sauce every time around somebody pops up and does a horrible southern accent or, yo, they're going to put you back in chains. They've been doing this over and over again. Uh, And until black people in mass wake up, smarten up or something and walk away from this. And I'm not and I'm talking about more than 20 percent. The Democrats are going to continue to play the same song that gets heard and enjoyed, and they continue to dance, too, all, all the way to the voting booth. So the thing about the left is that they can fight each other tooth and nail. But the difference between them and the Republicans and the so-called conservatives and all of that, and then you have your rhinos who just undermine everything, they don't get together for the greater good to defeat the left, and to try to help Trump and all of this. So the dangerous thing in in, in this upcoming election is that the Republicans and the so-called conservatives and the rhinos need to wake up, get together, help this president who has been doing one thing after another that is great for this country and this world recently, Mm -hmm. without much help from the Congress or the Senate, by miracle he's still getting things done. Yep. But on the left, remember when Ali Obama was in office and the Republicans, I think they ran the Congress. <laughs> you, and like all what? all branches. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? Because of the union, of the, the unity of the minority leftist Democrats, Ali Obama still got his way. Yeah, in but not when Trump had strength.
1: it. Not when we had it. Paul Ryan subverted everything. You're right. You're 100 yeah,
2: percent right. Yeah, yeah. And you have the, these, these, these egotistical, halfway conservative rhinos. Or They're just evil. In fact, I have less respect for the Paul Ryans and mm-hmm. the current Mitt Romney. set of uh, people like, uh, oh, what, what, what side of the issue am I going to be on today? Uh, Graham, Graham Cracker, that guy. One day he comes out and he sounds like, whoa, go Graham. Then the next day, he sounds like a stale graham cracker that's falling apart. Which way is he going to go? Yeah. Um, and that's been displayed in, with this Russia, Russia, Russia thing. And the, invest, the Durham investigation. He's ahead head of that committee. And yeah. look at what he, he does. So we have a lot of work to do on our side. If we get together on our side, all of the machinations and all the craziness of the left Will fall by the wayside. But we, my friend, have to get together on our side, you know, b- before we can continue to throw stones on, on their side. We have to get together. We have the better issues. We have examples of what, of, 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 uh, what can happen when our side gets the issues um, uh, passed, such as the tax cuts, the, the, the Trump tax cuts, and the regulation reduction, and all of those things. And we saw how wonderful the, the economy went. And it's bouncing back now because of the foundation that was placed there by Trump, mostly. Yeah, and and yet our side is still divided. Well, they're still divided. But they're, here's they're, the the, the, num, the Never Trumpers.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing: the, the progressives are not happy about Kamala either. By the way, the there were the Bernie co-chair said the tweeted out the contempt for the base is wow there were a couple other tweets and it said well there you have it joe biden gives a middle finger to progressives black lives matter protesters and black voters under the age of 50 there's another one that says biden going with a strategically brilliant move of picking somebody for vip who is despised by both the left and the right the problem with this is that they you know that jaya lady she and and also Angela Davis basically gave away the farm which is which is that they are both ma- manipulatable. Uh she actually has a far they're trying to place her as a moderate. She actually has a more liberal voting record than comrade Bernie. You know, as I mentioned before, I mean she made sure that the Trannies got taxpayer funded gender reassignment surgery in California. So she's no, she's certainly no moderate at all. They're trying to place her like that because they know that the party, the the average Democrat is pretty freaked out about what's going on. But I want to switch it up a little bit because uh, we're, we're kind of running out of time, but I wanted to get your take on this unbelievable, I want you to listen to this clip about this, this uh, Democrat-funded and supported ch- child, in chicago talking about reparations after that incredible looting that was there listen to this clip
2: care if somebody decides to loot a gucci or a macy's or a nike because that makes sure that that person eats that makes sure that that person has clothes that's reparations that is reparations anything they want to take take it because these businesses have insurance they're going to get their money back my people aren't getting anything
1: that is – first of all, she probably went – you know, Tucker did a segment on this. She probably went to, like, a good school. You know, uh, uh, she's so oppressed that she probably went to a really good school, right? This is the madness that the Democrats are trying to foist on America, and I don't think they're going to go for it. And And I don't know if you've seen the video, but there was a group – it was – I mean, everybody was so excited. There was a group of black men in Chicago that were going off on the Black Lives Matter. And that those little things are happening all over the country. They don't get played on CNN. But I think this goes to what you're saying. I, I really believe I think I have more hope than you. You know, we have three months till the election. And I think these things are going to pop up more often than you think. You know, YouTube is out there and it's a very powerful force. So we'll have to see.
2: I, I do still believe that uh, the Trumpster is going to win re-election. I believe that uh, if we fight hard on our side, I think that, that we will maintain the Senate, and I believe we will grow seats in in the Congress. But the thing is, but it, it, we have to fight like never before. Yes. But when I first heard, the first time I heard that, and I'll say this, that Black Witch, when I first heard that, my, I, my blood almost boiled and, and evaporated out of my body. I was so angry. That's how angry I was, Brooke. Um, For her to say that, what an Mm -hmm. insult to our nation. What an insult to common sense. What an insult to existence to walk around thinking that you're so privileged, that you're so high and mighty, that it's okay to rob a business that you had nothing to do with the formation of. Mm -hmm. And, well, we're privileged characters. We can go, we can do what we want to do. The hell with that! And here again, I fault our side. For I'll sure. Forget, I've seen. I, I've seen clips of uh, back in 1968 when those thugs tried to uh, have rioting in Chicago, and there was a song out. Won't you please come to Chicago? blah 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 Do you know what happened? Mayor Daley said, "Go get them, boys." Yeah. And those. Chicago police officers whipped. I mean, I loved watching those old videos. I, I, I wanted to take, make copies of it and send it all over the United States. This is what you used to be. Get back to it. Because um, these people, see, this has been in the planning stages for a long time. Yeah. A lot of idiots run around thinking, well, the, the, what happened to George Floyd? George Floyd, that just, that was just, a, it just, just couldn't take it anymore, blah, blah, blah. No, this stuff has been planned for a long time, and they were waiting for the right time in their addle brains to, to fire off and, and get these fires going to destroy this country. You know what has happened now? The Magnificent Mile is no longer magnificent. Yeah. Macy's, Macy's mm-hmm. decided yesterday, said,
1: well, we're out. Well, now oh. Beetlejuice is like, please don't leave. Please don't leave. It's going to happen. I mean, it's really, yeah, it's, we're coming up short on time. It's really insane what they're, but again, I really think that with some strategic, you know, three, three months is a really long time on both sides, right? It could, be, it could be bad for us or good for us, but I really think that there's, there's going to be an awakening that happens in places that we don't think about. You know, and hopefully it it, I'll take a short term 20 percent, even if it smashes that that'll smash the Democrats anyways. But for sure, we what I look at it is we need to drag these, you know, lollygagging Republicans along till November and then clean it up, because we have to definitely clean up the Republican Party and have people that are willing to fight. I always say if you're not willing to fight for Trump, you're not willing to fight for me and I will not vote for you. That's my litmus test.
2: Here's one thing, real quick. Yeah, the Democrats just like Satan. They're going to overplay their always hands. because the because the uh, uh, Republicans have been playing ankle uh, I'm sorry ankle grabbers for so long. The Democrats are going to get overly cocky, and they're going to overplay their hands, and they're going to be they're going to sicken the appetite of so many more Americans than they could dream of, and that is a big way that they're going to lose. Bigly, as Trump would say, at the voting booth. They're going to overplay their hand.
1: Yep. Including, by the way, their, their, cancel, their canceling of the light over Manhattan for nine eleven. But we definitely have to go because we are running short on time. Ron, always great to have you. We will have you back soon. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
2: Thanks for the honor. Be blessed and keep doing what you're doing, Brooke.
1: You too. God bless you. Bye now. You are listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, on Salem Media Group, AM 860, The Answer. We will be right back. Check out the website, brooktalksamerica.com.
0: More Brook Talks America, coming up. To Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. You're listening to us on Salem Media Group, AM 860, The Answer. Be sure to check out the website, brooktalksamerica.com. Now, just a little follow-up on our conversation with Ron, because there is another lovely lady Who's out there waiting in the wings? You know who it is. You know who I'm talking about, Killary. She's waiting to get her greedy paws on the till. And listen to this clip from someone who refused to accept losing for the past years on what she says she wants to do. I have every reason to believe that Trump is not going to go uh, you know, silently into uh, the, the night uh, if he loses. He's going to try to confuse us. He's going to try to bring all kinds
3: of lawsuits.
1: That was, you know, she said, she said in that interview that she doesn't rule out serving in a Biden administration. She says, I'm here to help in any way I can. She should change that to, I'm here to help myself to the money that's available to me. Because, you know, the Clinton Foundation is basically dried up because she has nothing to sell. Now, just a reminder of how blessed we are that we don't have to listen to her every day. A little way back machine trial.
3: Bargain collectively.
1: And I will fight back against so-called right to work. Right to work is wrong for workers and wrong for America. Now, having said all this, why aren't I 50 points ahead, you might ask? Well, the choice for working families has never been clearer. I need your help to get Donald Trump's record out to everybody. Nobody should be fooled. Wah, wah, wah. That's what I hear when I hear that. She's like a crow. I can't imagine why she wasn't 50 points ahead. Hillary, go back in the woods. Please do us all a favor. Nobody wants to hear from you. Anyways, uh, we're going to switch gears here a little bit. But before we start with Jim and talk about what's going on on that front, uh, as you know, today is the 75th anniversary of VJ Day or victory over Japan. And I want to take a moment to recognize all and honor all of our amazing veterans, many who have, who have passed by now, uh, who fought in the Pacific and their families who supported them, the nurses and medical personnel who cared for them, the souls who lost lives in those brutal conflicts, and including always mili- uh, animals who serve like war horses and military canines and who also serve valiantly. Um, And, of course, you know, the people who committed suicide. We still have 72,583 servicemen still unaccounted for from World War II. So we never must never rest until we get that. There's good news on that front from DNA testing. We've been able to uh, identify a lot of them. But we need to really remember, especially now, first of all, to... uh, remember their sacrifices for our freedom, especially as we see so many entertaining this socialism and fascism that we fought that war against. You know, as Reagan said in his quote, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our Children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in the United States where men were free. We would do well to remember that at a time like this. Please teach your children. You have them out of school. Teach them what is really true and right. So now as we get into the latest on the coup against President Donald Trump before and after he was president, thank God uh, there are some actual criminal charges. Jim, what does it mean?
3: Well, this is really important, and a lot of people are discounting it, but this is really uh, significant, and it, it has to happen this way. You know, we heard this week that uh, a FBI lawyer named Kevin Klein. Kleinsmith, Smith, excuse yeah. me, uh, was ch- was charged with um, manipulating and uh, doing things to FBI documents that were used to create the FISA warrants, to justify the FISA warrants. And he was charged by uh, John Durham and. A lot of people think, well, he's a small lawyer, he worked in the FBI, but he leads to the people above him who told him to do that. He just didn't do it on his own. It wasn't a rogue operation because there are lots of other people involved with dealing with putting out the FISA warrants and collecting information that that we use uh, FISA for to collect on the Donald Trump campaign. And that's the crux of the whole Russia collusion right there. This guy was directly involved and was directed by somebody, and we'll be finding out who that is. And you can start painting the trail where it goes. It's going to go to James Comey and Clapper and Brennan and Sally Yates and you know Susan Rice, all these people who were involved in um, unmasking. This is all that part, but you got to start first. And you know he's going to be talking, he's going to be providing information on who Uh, what where and why he did that and so more to come on that
1: well and the media ignored basically the testimony of sally yates right that comey went rogue on this situation
3: exactly and i'm kind of glad the way that was played out and now this comes so it kind of points the finger at her because she didn't necessarily uh come up and 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 tell the truth on that so you know like i said you have to start low and go high uh with the, with those involved and these people who are at a lower level are going to ones are going to be the ones to talk because they're going to look for um lesser sentences and what have you and that's how it works when you work uh with these kind of things and the bottom line remember here and people have to realize this none of this was supposed to happen If Hillary Clinton won, it would have been brushed under the table, totally destroyed. You would never have known about it.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, Trump said on on Lou Dobbs' show, he says, we caught them spying. Now it's up to our attorney general. As you know, I wanted them to do it. I didn't want to get overly involved. I do hear it's breathtaking what they found. That's all I can say. So when he said that, they really started to lose their mind. And Barr, you know, I know you're going to talk about this. Barr went on uh, with Hannity and mentioned that that thing was going to drop yesterday so we have lots to talk about this uh more we are heading towards a break you're listening to brook talks america i'm your host Brooke says here with colonel jim on salem media group am 860 the answer and we'll be right back
0: more brook talks america coming up back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. And the um, one of the things that's really very important, you know, in a lot of criminal cases, right, they start, and this is, and a local case and this is with the mafia they do it they get some they get some people that are involved and they snitch it's kind of like snitching vertically right that's one of the things that happened this went directly to obama that is the thing that's that's very important to understand i know you're going to get into it jim and we've talked about it before but obama will likely not get prosecuted obviously right but this will show that he was directly involved and all of the really key people. I don't want low-level Joe Schmoes getting in trouble. I want people on the seventh floor. That has to happen. One of the things that's really upsetting is that Romney is trying to keep Brennan and Clapper from testifying. And Hugh Hewitt absolutely destroyed Ron Johnson on this. I don't, you know, like Ron mentioned, like, I don't know where the the actual work is happening from um, Graham from Johnson, what is actually happening with them to to you know really prosecute this because the Senate's not doing it. Thank God, Barr is doing it. And one of the things that before you get started, you know, uh, is that Barr said he will not wait. There were there were questions about this. He will not wait until after the election to reveal these findings. That is really upsetting Democrats.
3: Yeah, once this train gets going, and it's going because yeah. the clock started tipping, ticking uh, with this. Uh, indictment this on Friday that came out, and you have to understand what Barr is doing. You know this is a multi-level ch- chess game, and we've talked about that before. That both Donald Trump and his uh, lead prosecutor and and attorney, which is uh, William Barr and and John Durham, and they are they are you know playing as you said against those who are trying to stop him, like Mitt Romney and everything. And you have to just think of you know we had this 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 whole process go through the investigation underway then we had the china wuhan virus hit us and that delayed things and then we're having all this upheaval going on with black lives matter and
1: very convenient
3: and, and, very convenient <laughs> exactly that is all tied because the democrats know that bar is you know, is just seething and ready to attack and strike and do this. He's they know and they're trying to put obstacles in his way to do that. And they know what Trump is gonna do. This is why they uh canceled his his rally, his conven his rallies and his convention, because those are tr- strategic parts of the effort that Trump is doing to rally his base and to and and I can tell you, uh, as the Hillsborough County Republican Party of Florida chairman, people are leaving the Democratic Party in droves. Come on, join with us because yeah. these are the corrupt criminals who we're dealing with, left over from the Obama administration. So Barr has been very strategic. You know, he's been on Sean Hannity. He's been on Mark Levin, Levin last week. You know, he's been on uh, Maria Maria Bartiromo. Each time he goes on and does this. And reveals a little bit. He gives a little sense of direction of where he's going, and he's giving—I um, don't like to use the word hope—but he's giving hope in people that something's going to come. And and here's the first the first real uh, draw of blood uh, with with Klein Smith. And I guarantee, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be seeing more. And you know, then there's those who are working against him. And here's an interesting thing because you talked about it with Lindsey Graham. Pay attention to what Lindsey Graham is doing. He's revealing what he's going to do. He's giving the the plan right to these people. Oh, I'm going to get this guy, and I'm going to do this and this. You know, Lindsey, shut up. Like join, three years. Join the team and help drain the swamp. Otherwise, shut up. Yeah. The, the the rest is really bars doing. Lindsey's group, his, his Senate committee, they're there making noise. They're not doing a lot. Uh, because they can't really do anything. It's really going to come down to what Barr does. And, you know, I'm waiting for the prosecutions, and I and, and those are going to come. I think September is going to be phenomenal.
1: They're talking about Labor Day. Yep. Now, very quickly, because I really want to get into the Middle East peace deal thing, but talk about Flynn a little bit, that uh, it's just I can't, seriously can't with this guy Sullivan. He ought to be disbarred. What he's doing is really Disgusting!
3: It is. Is that trying to
1: torture this guy?
3: It's absolutely disgusting, (laughs) and it's gonna and it's gonna be more and more of that. Um, Flynn's gonna prevail in the end, and what you know we saw on Tuesday with the circuit court uh, hearing, uh, it's it's gonna go down to uh, the judges are probably. It's gonna be painful, but ultimately the case is gonna get thrown out. Worst case. he gets pardon. He gets pardoned. But we don't want we get, don't yeah. want a pardon because the pardon still leaves yeah. you know the, the stain the stain against him. Yeah. What we want is it to be thrown out or uh, to be basically said there's there's no there's no trial here, there's no case here. I think that's gonna happen and you know, you can you can you can read all about it, there's lots of stuff out there about it, but just understand, you know, this is the tactic. This is this is Judge Sullivan who is using every last opportunity he has to drag you through, because they don't want Mike Flynn out there. They don't want Mike Flynn out there on the campaign trail, because, as we've talked about before, he knows where all the skeletons are buried, and he's going to be revealing that. And. You know, the time is even, timing is even perfect, more perfect with what, what Barr is doing. So there's there's a lineage and a linkage there between the two.
1: Yeah, well, that was that was a big part of the deal, Absolutely. getting Flynn out because he knew where everything was happening. So about the Middle East peace deal, this is a major deal. And, of course, Sleepy Joe, who doesn't even know where he is, is somehow trying to take credit for this. The Israel and UAE have normalized relations. Talk about that.
3: Well, I have to say real quick about Sleepy Joe... <laughs> He doesn't even know where any of these countries are or what the names of these countries are uh, that exist. That's that's his whole problem. This is a phenomenal deal. This is the first real major peace deal in the Middle East since 1979 time period with the Camp David Accord, which really started this all going. And and as you know, that, that involved Israel and Jordan and Egypt uh, and the U.S., of course. And now this deal with the United Arab Emirates, it's the first. But this started, remember, back in 2017 after President Trump was inaugurated, his first foreign trip was really to the Middle East. He met with 50 uh, leaders of the Middle East, and this is what got the ball rolling. Now, a lot of you say, okay, it's a it's a deal three-plus years in the making. It's been going on behind the scenes, and it's one small country. Yes, but what's going to happen is many other countries are going to want to get the same deal now. Th- this was the impetus. This was what happened, and there's a number of countries lined up. Can't mention who they are yet because nothing's been signed, but – In the next few weeks, two months, three months, you're going to see a number of other countries. And it really squeezes Iran because these countries are all united against Iran. And they're united with Israel. And I know people have different opinions on that. But this is peace in the Middle East. This is where we don't have, you know, Trump is going one step further, not only bringing our troops home from endless, needless wars. It gives us an opportunity, gives the opportunity where we don't have to have any more of these wars in this part of the world. And this is a good thing. And Trump should get the Nobel Prize for this.
1: Absolutely. And I know that O'Brien mentioned that. So, you know, whether or not he does, I mean, Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize for two things. One, he wasn't Bush. And two, he was black. I mean, he hadn't even been there, what, three weeks or something like that. He got it. So it's, you know, it really doesn't mean all that much to me at this point for that reason. They're just... To handing it out, willing, you know. I think Greta, the the angry child, Greta Thunberg, they're talking about giving it to her. I don't know what for. But if it really means anything to the world, he really should get the Nobel Peace Prize for sure. So you have um, a little bit of news, and I want to talk about this uh, Trump's Washington DC convention. He's really, they're really going crazy over this uh, because they don't want him to do it. You know, they canceled the convention right in florida he could have done it here which it's very interesting that all of a sudden there was a surge the moment that it was announced in florida yep. but i won't talk about any conspiracy because of course there isn't any right um so he's going to have it in dc so talk about that
3: okay we're about 9 days from that period and i call it the republican national convention 3.0 because they blocked us from North Carolina, then they kicked us out of Florida. And Trump, as smart as he is, as always, you know, Trump is like a cat. He lands on his feet every time they try to do something to him. You can't stop the Trump. And and he comes up with, well, we're going to do it in D.C. We're going to use three locations. We're going to use um, uh, Fort McHenry is going to be part of it, which is... You know, Fort McHenry, outside Baltimore, is a major monument. What have we been talking about in the news lately? Monuments being destroyed. Vice President Pence is going to be there. He's going to do a major speech. Isn't
1: that where the national anthem was written? That's exactly right. And you know what that's all about. Uh,
3: Brilliant. The other one is um, a big auditorium in D.C. right around the corner, Andrew Mellon Auditorium, right around the corner from Trump's hotel. (laughs) And... You know, Melania Trump is going to be there on 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 Tuesday of the of the event. Uh, the vice president on Wednesday at Fort McHenry, and then it'll end in probably the White House with Donald Trump doing that. And they're going to have lots of speakers. And you know, you can go to there and look and see who's going to be there. It'll be uh, mostly. Uh, inside Washington. It's going to be made for TV, and so let's watch. And I've been invited to do a cameo video or something along the lines, don't know all the details about uh What could possibly happen if the Democrat if Democrat Joe Biden defeats Trump in November? So, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, how far left they're going to take the country, communism and all that. So more to follow on that.
1: Very, very nice. I'm glad to hear that. So Hillsborough County, your own chairman of the Republican Party, Colonel Jim, will be represented in that video. So we're proud of that. And there You know, I always say this, right, but we really could have two or three more hours because there is so much going on, and this just goes by by the snap of a finger. But I want to thank you all for listening. Please share the show. Let your friends know about it. Help us get this conservative message out there. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. Here with Colonel Jim on Salem Media Group, AM 860 The Answer. Check out the website, Brook Talks America. Find us on Facebook. Sign up for the uh, Thanks the Truckers Rally, and we'll see you next week. God bless.
0: You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. By Twitter, at Talks America. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer.